0: Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Zendependently Minded. If you're new or returning, I hope you enjoy this episode. This podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, YouTube, and Radio Public. I'm working on getting this podcast up and running on as many free platforms as possible because knowledge is power. Knowledge should stay free. And ideas do change the world. The world is in our hands. Let's do something with it. My guest today is a political science student at San Diego State University. He's a history buff. He's involved in politics in the local San Diego Republican Party. He's a good friend of mine. I'm Here's glad here.
1: to be here today with my my very good friend Gabe on this podcast. It's an honor.
0: Heck yeah, I'm glad to have you on here. You're one of the most intelligent people I know, definitely. So oh, I'd love to have you on. I'm glad to have you on this one, and definitely want to have you in the future.
1: I'm glad to be here. I'm looking forward to being in it to get uh, on a daily basis if, if it's hopeful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So how you go? How you doing? How's how school going? You said you're involved in the Republican Party in San Diego. Oh, I, I didn't actually know that.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it. I've been involved fairly recently. I mean, um, I couldn't back in, back when I was um. Just in high school because, you know, it, it was just like the time didn't allow it, especially living in Mexico. But currently I'm driving, currently I'm um I'm more involved into crossing the border and staying and staying in the United States more often. So that allowed me to become more engaged with um the activities of the Republican Party. Now, things are not looking very good at the moment in polit- political wise, because recently in the recent election uh, the Republican Party got very beaten up, very shaken by very a lot of the losses of the recent election. So right now we have a new governor of Gavin Newsom. I I honestly I tried myself to um kind of not be in this whole hate train against him, but at the same time I he's done a lot of things that I'm very critical about. So. I will say that it's it's not looking good for the Republican Party right now. But, you know, we're the new generation. We're trying to um, rebuild it from the ground up, trying to make it a little bit more appealing for the people of California. So it's not possible that we're going to turn red on a fool. My dad even – my own dad has told me that. But I'm fairly certain that we can, at the very least, maybe recuperate from the losses.
0: Cool. So the, so California got a new governor. Is that what you're talking about?
1: Yes, it's, it's his, his name is Gavin Newsom. He's fairly, he's fairly progressive. He, he actually just recently signed a law, a police a police force law, which states that no longer can police use uh, force, violent force, when they deem it reasonable as to be only when necessary. Now, my opinion about that is that I, I, unlike many conservative-leaning people in the state, I don't really care much about it. I really don't like the police as much mostly because i'm more libertarian aligned. uh yeah yeah just like you uh i wasn't actually back in my youth i was more like oh and pro-establishment pro-established political parties but right now I'm, i i'm just disappointed on a lot of things that the republicans have done so i don't really care much for what the police can do i i also find that the the law i find it redundant because i don't feel like i feel like it's vague too vague like necessary when exactly what exactly does that mean how different is that from being reasonable because a police officer can just say oh she i thought he had a gun so that seemed necessary to shoot him so you, you see what i'm saying how's yeah. that different from reasonable you know
0: yeah that is super vague i lawyers uh lawmakers always do that they they always have it vague or extremely over over explained to to kind of leave loopholes. So I don't know. I didn't I didn't know that was the thing. Here in Germany, uh everything is totally different, so I can't really weigh in too much. I also don't have as much free speech here in Germany. Um but that's that's super interesting. That is weird though. Necessary and reasonable. Yeah so, reasonable could be subjective uh, between police officers, a 30 a year old veteran cop could be able to react to a situation better than like a first or second year cop. So that's, that's tricky. But uh, all I know is America's starting to really like lean towards the all cap all cops are bastards side. Everyone hates cops all of a sudden. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of like a rebellious thing. It's something edgy kids do, but
1: you it's see a topic it's, for it's like I always I, I've always found it uh weird. Um like I used to be actually pro police, but I couldn't consider myself that because my views on the police have changed dramatically since I started to read more onto the libertarian side until and try and realize just how just how corrupt both parties can be at times. But yeah, like mm-hmm. you said, that's that's a topic for another day.
0: Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. But I don't know, I just I'm all about you know how it is in the libertarian party. It's all about individuals, never yeah, grouping and, people by labels and
1: Yeah, and that makes it difficult, you know? That makes it difficult for the libertarian party to really rise up because it's like no there's no it's like not even libertarians can agree on what libertarianism is. So it's all over the place. Oh, yeah. It's like Yeah, like for example, as a libertarian, I would tell you I, I'll tell you right now. I support I don't support abortion. But I am I I consider myself kind of like a reluctant pro-choice kind of guy, because I though I find abortion as a whole like kind of morally reprehensible because it's basically taking the life of someone innocent. I find it uh, that it's ideologically consistent to, to not not support it but kind of tolerate it and agree that people have a right, women have a right to abortion because it's the same thing as with a gun like I, I wouldn't like to be limited on what types of guns I can have on like really excessive gun restrictions I don't support that and I couldn't bring myself to, to, to support restrictive abortion laws and still consider myself being ideologically consistent that's something I've always criticized from both sides actually
0: I agree. I uh, when I first started getting into politics, or just all the way back in middle school when I just learned what abortion was, I was always just really disgusted by it, and I thought that I was just always pro life, pro life, and really close minded, wouldn't wouldn't listen to anybody on the other side. Now, still personally, what I like to say is I'm personally pro life, but politically I'm pro choice because, like you said, I need to be consistent with my ideology and. Being a libertarian, I don't want – I want as little government control as possible. And even with something as little as that, that's government control, and that can just lead to more. So personally pro-life, politically pro-choice, it's just one of those things where I overall believe we just need freedom to do whatever we want as long as it doesn't intrude on anybody else. Mm -hmm. And that includes the bad stuff, the stuff that's bad for us
2: because –
0: who, yeah, who, who is the government to tell us what's good and bad for us? They let us eat McDonald's every day. They let us smoke cigarettes, drink alcohol. It's just the beauty of America. Free to do what you want. Shoot fireworks at each other. I don't care as long as you're not hurting my family.
1: much. And it's like, I just, uh, I, it's like you said, I think that's the best way to put it. I'm, pol- I'm politically pro-choice, but personally pro-life i think that's the best way to put it uh but it makes it it makes it like i said it makes it difficult for the libertarian party which i believe that it should be the one in control we shouldn't have too much government and has, i'm not saying that there should be no government because that's, that's a whole different field that's anarchism um mm-hmm. which a lot of people a lot of people tend to group up libertarians with anarchism and that's completely wrong because it's like libertarianism is not the absence of government it's the limiting of government
2: mm-hmm.
1: so so when libertarians cannot even agree because i've i've met a lot of libertarians who I personally am friends with but they don't really agree with my view on abortion and they're telling me like oh you just you're a child murderer what what do you think about pedophilia do you think that's someone's right and i'm like it's a whole different thing and <laughs> if we don't have if we don't organize our thoughts if we don't make a solid platform that can in a way kind of bring everyone together i feel like we're just doomed to have both the democrats and the republicans just curbing on us
0: yeah i agree we we got to figure some stuff out but the good thing is libertarians are every year we're starting to get more and more support from our generation and then even generation z even though they can't vote yet where they're starting to get more and more Popularity, and as soon as they get more popular, they're gonna get respected more. And we'll definitely, I think, in the next thirty years, we'll definitely start seeing some not front runners that are libertarian, but definitely more libertarians. I what I, what they need to do is do what Rand Paul did. Rand Paul's a libertarian, but he ran as a Republican because he's yeah. like fiscally conservative. But that was another thing. Um, a lot of people claim to be libertarian, but they're really Republicans that just like bashing Democrats. They like how yeah. libertarians do both. But then when they hop on, like, when they criticize Trump, they're like, oh, what is this crap? This isn't a libertarian page.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And it's like, yeah, I, 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 I criticize both Democrats and Republicans. Democrats, because they find, like, a lot of Democrats don't don't have a solid grasp of, like, what I said. Ideologically consistent. I feel like they they support... Oh, yeah, so abortion rights is, like, a woman's right, and it should be unlimited, and everyone should have free and accessible abortion. Sure, why not? But then we have them turning, like, doing a 180, and suddenly individual rights don't matter for, like, guns? Like, Mm -hmm. sure. Sure, it's, like, it may be it may be dangerous to lead, let someone who is 18 years old buy a gun, but I personally I feel like there's a trade-off to everything, you know? Sure, there is – people can make the argument that by accepting abortions, we're depriving uh, babies of their right to life. But at the same time, you can say that by depriving uh, young adults of their rights to bear arms, we are – Depri- we, we are doing that. We are depriving people of their rights. So it's like, where exactly can we draw a line? I feel like every everywhere, there has to be some sort of a compromise and not compromise, but sort of like there has to be a realization that with rights and liberties, there comes consequences, both negative and positive, and we have to live by them
0: i agree yeah the drawing the line is difficult uh, that's why i i've always just been like there should be as far as drawing the line the the best we could do is setting i don't know if it could ever get that bad but like an abortion limit because a lot of people take advantage of it in states where abortions legal they'll just be like oh time to hit up the clinic but that's kind of messed up <laughs> but i think there should be like a cutoff date like how developed the fetus is. That's definitely- oh, definitely,
1: definitely. Like it's 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 just, uh, I, it's kind of tricky. But at the very least, maybe before the third trimester, it should mm-hmm. it should definitely be like that's the limit. Like maybe six months. It's kind eh, it's kind of okay. Or maybe maybe it depends on. It really depends on what the doctors say. But like when the baby is already like fully developed, and there's like a heartbeat, and there's like everything there, I feel like that's wrong and and that i mean it's it's also like individual responsibility like there's all there's individual liberty but with individual individual liberty there comes individual responsibility so if a woman knows that she's pregnant knows that she cannot um be responsible the child either just put it up to adoption or have an abortion before the child is already like super it's like on its late development stage
0: yeah, I agree. Um you basically quoted Uncle Ben from Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility because freedom yeah. is power.
2: Yeah, it is. I don't think and Americans
0: we... realize they're not as grateful. Um they don't realize how free they are.
1: It's just that with freedom there also comes compliance, you know, like uh oh. we we tend to not if if someone has too much of everything, they tend to just like not appreciate it uh, and it's just too late before they realize it is. Now, me living in Mexico for a long time, uh, so I, I've lived in both kind of like a third world country and a first world country, or maybe mm-hmm. that's not the best, that's not the best um, way to put it, more like a developing country and an already developed country. So I, I've seen the lack of liberties that there are here in Mexico than there are in the U.S. So after kind of li- living in both sort of, I mean, Mexico is definitely not, a dictatorship and mm-hmm. the same way that many other countries are, are dictators but it's definitely oppressive it's definitely there's definitely like an authoritarian vibe to it more like dystopian I suppose because there's no there's no freedom there's very freedom of speech exists but like you can get killed just for trying to make a change in this in, in the government scale like this candidate his name was Donaldo Colosio he got killed uh by an assassin no way no one knows exactly the details of it because it's all so shady but basically he was trying to he was trying to reform the uh revolutionary institutional party here in mexico which had been in control of mexico for 70 years and he got shot well in my city of tijuana and the investigation was all over the place and it was clear there was more than one shooter. It was clear that the guy that they pinned on it, he wasn't the one who was involved in it. And yet, he's still in jail. Yet, there's like the information, the investigation concluded that it was only him and just a few people involved on the security detail. But there was nothing else involved. And it, yeah. everyone knows that it was the party itself that, that ordered the killing. But of course, like here in Mexico, if you try to make a change for the better... You either get shot or you get disappeared.
0: So, That's crazy. That's yeah, crazy.
1: it is. Pretty much.
0: Here in America, you can go take a shit on Donald Trump's uh, star in the Walk of Fame and then talk about how you hope he dies and you can it's freedom of speech. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, I mean, it, it's it, you mentioned that there's uh, not as much freedom of speech over in Germany because you maybe. uh For your listeners, could you maybe uh, explain more in detail about that?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's like – you know, in America, when you're in school, you learn about how we had slavery in this country. You learn about the Trail of Tears, Um, how only up until about 50 years ago, black people didn't even have the same rights as – the white man in America, but we own up to it We teach that in school. I don't know about now. I know my brother's still learning about it. He's in seventh grade, but here in Germany, they just they completely cut out the world war two stuff, the stuff that oh. I can't even say. I can't mention the dude's name or the party he's affiliated with. If I uh, do the little, the little uh, stance in public, I can go to jail. I've seen videos of it. So as far as that, like you can criticize your government, and you can go on uh, like peaceful protests and stuff, but you can't talk about the past. Which that's
2: so. That's so crazy.
0: It is. It is crazy. Um, it's yeah. It's it's crazy. Um, I made jokes about it before I came to to Germany, but I really respect it because it's the culture. I'm not trying to get locked up while I'm here, but yeah, I um, it's. It's a bad thing because obviously history is good because if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. But also at the same time, too many people live in the past. Mm -hmm. A lot of people like in America will talk about slavery and bash white people or what does white even mean? That's not a race. And I'm like nobody today has lived through slavery. They've lived through the repercussions of slavery and like systematic oppression and stuff like that. But – Nobody alive holds slaves.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's something. That's something that I'm also critical of when it comes to liberals and progressives here in America. Um, they tend to kind of lump white people into this like subgroup that oh, everyone has to own up for the mistakes of the past. You know, like I I agree that. There is some um, uh, instances of institutionalized racism currently. Maybe not. As, it's it's not it's not like it was before in the '60s. Definitely, definitely not. But it's it, like some people try to exaggerate it. Like, oh, you can't be a black man and like walk down the street without getting shot. Like that's complete bullshit. <laughs> that's that's complete bullshit. If you honestly, ten times, like nine or eight times out of ten, if you get shot by police. It's most likely you did something, you know. Yeah. You, you were you are not so innocent. Yeah. Of course, there are instances when police does get carried away, but most of the time it's not. And yeah. I hate it. I hate this white cultural white guilt mentality. I say this as a Mexican American, okay, just for your listeners to know. I am not completely white. Well, some people can consider Latinos white, but I feel like that's not completely accurate. Uh, but like. I'm Mexican American, okay. I've been called a Nazi because I don't like how the mentality is that oh, white people own owe something to Black people or Latin Latin American people or uh, Indian or uh, Native American people. I don't agree with that, and I get labeled as a Nazi for that. That I don't conform. Why is it that I'm a Republican in the first place? And it's it's just crazy how this progressive mentality it's almost like a cult it's like oh you have to own up if, if you're a slaver you're a colonizer and all of that and i'm, I'm not I, I don't dig that i don't want pity as as a mexican american i don't want pity i want
2: respect
1: and i want people and i want the same chances as anyone and everyone everyone should have the same chances no one is no one is owed an apology unless they've actually lived through slavery and nobody is alive today who lived through slavery there is slavery in, in a way there is sexual slavery with the organ with um the sex trafficking and then the um also i consider that illegal immigration uh illegal immigra- immigrants working like poor
0: conditions for only like
1: five bucks five bucks an hour i feel like that's slavery and that's something the democrats are don't object to sure i feel like it's shitty to deport a lot of immigrants back to mexico but that's how the law is and it's like where do you draw the line when it comes to when it comes to that you just let everyone in without documents or you just allow them to stay even though there's like hundreds of people, thousands of people every day who are trying to cross legally and are not able to. And somehow Democrats and liberals are okay with illegal immigrants working six hours a day because oh six hours a day for like two dollars a week and it's like oh it's okay because that's the jobs that Americans don't want. How do you know that? How do you know that how do you know that those immigrants are not actually taking jobs from actual people who are agriculture workers or factory workers, and they do need those, people, the, those jobs. My dad is a, is a blue collar worker. He's a driver. I'm sure that he wouldn't be okay with suddenly uh, someone without an undocumented immig- immigrant just suddenly taking his job or like and working for just three bucks a day. It's, it's not fair. But like
0: yeah, I it's said, not fair to either party.
1: Yeah, but like, like I said, white progressive liberals act as if they are in a cultural in a in a cult that you're yeah. either with us or you're not
0: yeah it's like that uh it's kind of similar to i'm sure you see a bunch of weird sandal wearing um white people with dreads that drive jeeps that have those stickers on the back of their car that say coexist but really they just mean comply with us yeah. or us yeah yeah <laughs>
1: coexist unless you unless you don't unless you don't align you know thought crime it's,
2: it's
1: it's everything, every day I see so so much wrong in the American landscape. You probably don't know because you're not living in America currently, but right, we're just going through a lot of political division, a lot of hate uh, from both sides, to be honest, because I don't buy this narrative that it's all uh, the far right's fault, that the far right. Uh, was completely at fault with something like Charlottesville, uh, with uh, the white the the mosque shooting uh, in New Zealand, with uh, the Pas- El Paso shooting too. I don't buy that narrative. It's not. All Neither do I. The, it's not all the far right fault because when you put it into perspective, uh, it's, it has been a, it, a lot of it is also at the fault of the far left. Because the far left has controlled power for so long in in, in this country in terms of the media, in terms of um, college, in terms of universities, in terms of education. It's like constantly just putting down people for their identities, labeling them as something that they're not or something that they don't want to be. Uh, you cannot be white in America in some places and kind of be proud of being white without being labeled as a white nationalist or white supremacist. And I don't like that. I feel like everyone should be proud of who they are. Of, of course, course, don't don't act like, don't be either a black supremacist like the Black Panthers and be like, oh, uh, if you're black, you're supreme and we should kill all white oh, yeah. people. And I'll don't be, <laughs> yeah, and don't be fucking Richard Spencer, a fucking idiot who says that, oh, we need ethnic cleansing and we need to make a white nation. That's fucking stupid. It's idiotic. It's – everyone should be free to express their love for their nation, their love for their people, their love for their race, and still be considered an American. That's – it's the melting pot. It's America's a melting pot. I I agree with that. And we shouldn't let that – we shouldn't let division, racial division or political division – Make us lose track of where of who we are.
0: Definitely not. And the thing with that, yeah, that divisiveness. I saw it back in two thousand sixteen when two thousand sixteen presidential election was taking place. I saw that divisiveness, and I think it's even worse now. And I'm not even in America. And I think that ninety five percent of that divisiveness and all that division is. Like, should all be put on the left. Because, like you said, the left has been in power for... They've been controlling everything. And the main thing that they're controlling is the media. The media... You control the media, you control the masses. Yeah. And that's that's just what they've done. It's, it's disgusting. And the right does it, too, like with Fox News. Because a lot of people laugh at Fox News, but they are powerful. And the thing is with Fox... Is, is a lot of people will joke like, oh, don't worry, the, the average viewer base age for Fox is seventy years old, but Fox also has a whole entire like TV show business. They make their movie from, they make money from movies, TV shows, sports. They're never gonna not have Fox News, but the thing is with that, um, like the the media is dying. Uh, everyone in our generation knows not to watch, pay attention to that crap. It's just the thing is with the the other like quote unquote journalist websites, they're also uh, getting pretty pretty clickbaity and pretty biased Yeah. To like Vox and Buzzfeed. Like I don't think anyone Vox. really reads Vox.
1: And dude, gets don't their
0: information um, there.
1: fucking Vox, dude. It's Vox is so cancerous. At the very least, I could say that BICE it's kind of bias. Kind of tries to paint themselves a little bit more unbiased. The first like they, they at least attempt to show that they they are a journalist. And Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed is completely irrelevant. Buzzfeed is self-aware. No, Buzzfeed never deserved any kind of legitimacy in the first <laughs> place. But Box Box tries to paint itself as yo, we we speak for the people and we are facts and stuff. When they're clearly super biased for the left and. And did you still try to act like they are a journalist, you're not a journalist, you're activists.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, BuzzFeed's funny. BuzzFeed is just where all the Tumblr lords went on to start making video material. It's pretty bad, but I don't pay attention to it. My main thing is just know, know what you believe in if you get into politics and stand yeah. your ground. No, don't... Standing your ground doesn't mean close off and completely shut out um the other side. It should just be be open-minded but stand your ground and
2: mm-hmm.
0: as long as you're not as long as you're not part of the Ku Klux Klan or part of some like anti anything as long as you're not part of an oppressive like you don't have an oppressive belief system then just truly believe and know that your belief system is right and it can't be wrong because it's your belief system. It's what you feel and how you feel and your opinions are never going to be wrong. Um, Yeah. It's just a lot of people. I see it all the time. Like I had a lot of people that I knew voted for Trump and then they're like, Oh man, I can't believe I voted for Trump. And they just, they go go really hard left. And now they're like sharing all this stuff about how white people are the worst and males (laughs) are the worst and everyone should have, so like everyone should have um everyone should attack all white people because they're all they're all white supremacists, and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. And my thing is with that, that's kind of funny because I'm like, if you voted for Trump and you don't like what you got, you're stupid because he's doing everything that he said he was going to do. Whether you yeah. like it or not, he's like yeah. actually doing it.
1: <laughs> now I've been kinda I've been kinda of disappointed with trump recently um I know that you I know that you like him uh and i and don't get me wrong. I voted for him, but I don't really think my vote mattered anyway because I live in California, and if you vote anything other than Democrat in california you're not gonna your votes not gonna be worth anyway but the point I is don't that, necessarily
0: um, su- i don't necessarily support him, but we'll get to that later
1: all right um my my issue is that I still support him as my president and i still think that i i hope that he still might does a good job generally but just with his attitude in terms of our international allies how he's kind of rubbed them the wrong way how he um he basically has supported uh gun legislature especially the the bump stock thing uh and my dad claims that it's like oh he's just again giving the, the liberals something so that they stop complaining that's not gonna work you don't you, they themselves have claimed people like with these kids from Parkland uh, from the parkland oh, shooting they kept on saying if they give us an inch we will take a mile. We cannot even give them a millis, a millimeter we cannot allow them to take any of their personal freedoms we and we shouldn't try to take any of their personal freedoms either. Because we have to take the high road. We have to make them know. We are not taking away anything from you. Don't try to take away anything from us. You know, you want my property too bad. You cannot have it. Just like I cannot have yours. Just like I cannot limit what you say or what you do. Don't try to take my stuff so that I won't try to take yours. And I feel like we he, we have to keep that. And Trump has just disregarded that. And he keeps on like backtracking multiple times. But I've just kind of like I felt uh, very disappointed with how Republicans have also gone away with the whole red flag laws and, um, and restricting assault weapons, which are not real. But that's
2: that's, that's my. That's not point. a real
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the bump stock thing was a big deal because like it it sets a precedent. It sets a precedent and it allows future gun legislation and gun yeah. control and. Like, bottom line is, for me, gun control is not the way to go because Mm. criminals do not follow laws. That's why they're criminals. I don't know why that's a hard concept to grasp. But with the shootings, I I hate getting political with shootings, and I never do, especially on social media, because it's not a political thing. That's someone's son, daughter, brother, sister, niece, Mm -hmm. nephew, grandkid, whatever, that died. And... All this, like, racial tension and stuff doesn't matter because they all bleed red. They're all Americans. Yeah. They're all they're all kids. Like, yeah. you're talking but, about depriving people of freedom. You're taking their freedom yeah. to life and freedom to learn because you're shooting at them. And it's just I, – I hate how political it, it's been getting lately. Like, the, the, the bodies can't even – they're not even cold by the time uh, CNN and yeah. Fox is starting to push their bullshit agendas, and it sucks. That's sad.
1: I always keep I always keep my mouth shut when it comes to um, mass shootings. I always wait, at the very least, until all the facts have come. And you know, with Parkland, it was a lot different because with Parkland, it's like I was willing to just like keep my mouth shut, like I, I always do, until these kids, like David Hong David Hog, and Emma oh, Gonzalez. That and, the worst. Yeah, yeah, all of these kids. Of uh, my own age started to come out and be all against gun 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 uh gun rights and claiming that oh they take we we will take a mile and we will do this and this and that and they recently came up with a lot of like five key demands which are completely idiotic I I really uh, encourage you to look them up because they're com- they're impossible and they're just like they, they will make you laugh uh, hmm. but my point is that once you like people were claiming. Special on the left side, oh, you cannot criticize these kids because they just went through a tragedy, and they're just kids. They're just speaking their voice. You know what? Fuck that. Fuck that idea. If you talk shit, if you talk shit, be prepared to get shit thrown back. You know, these, these kids knew exactly what they were doing. They knew where they were standing. They knew that as soon as they voiced their political opinions, it was all bets off. You know, if you don't do this, if you're a victim, just be a victim. Just be like, just try to keep, just try to honor the people who died. Try to make yourself, um, try to get time for yourself to assess everything that's happened. But don't go out and start immediately being all political. Take, take take, Take a break, you know, don't, unless you're willing to really, to really accept the criticism because in this country in the united states you cannot say anything anything political and you will and without getting shit thrown by uh, by on their side
0: yeah and my thing is with them of course freedom of speech but what they're saying is toxic and lethal especially yeah. with how impressionable young people are and how yeah. everybody it's a i think it's a great thing that everybody our generation and the young generation z and all these young kids have access to the internet, and yeah. which means that they have access to news, but they see stuff like that. Like kids on Snapchat, they'll just see a video, some heart tugger that gets you emotional about school shootings. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I hate guns. Why can't we take guns away? And freedom of speech, but his opinion is as valuable as everybody else's, yeah. whether or not he was a Parkland survivor because it doesn't make him an expert on guns. I guarantee yeah. you the guy's never held a gun before. He doesn't – if he – I bet you he doesn't know what the term mass shooting is defined as. Uh, I was seeing – I saw the stat a couple of weeks ago, and it was like all, them, all these big – all these developed countries and how many mass shootings they've had this year. It was like all of them zero. America 209. And I was like, 209? That's crazy. Fucking stupid. So I looked it up. The definition of mass shooting is when someone fires at and harms or kills four people. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I was reading it was something like eighty percent of those are due to gang violence. So. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's 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 actually it's actually something that I mentioned um, here in Mexico because here in Mexico the gun culture is a lot it's it, it's pretty much non-existent uh, or at the very least not the legal uh, gun culture, but uh, a lot of people uh, who are anti-gun both here and both in, the, in Mexico and the United States. They claim that, oh, we've had like over 200 mass shootings. But I'm like, you do realize that a lot of those school shootings, for example, uh, they, say, they claim that, oh, we had like 100. Now, take that into perspective. Many of those shootings were caused by an accidental discharge within the school uh, one, or just like a shooting at the general area around the school, not within the school itself. So the a lot of the media kind of disregards that because it doesn't fit the narrative with the with the whole like oh mass shootings can't happen anywhere and everywhere and we have to take away all these guns and restrict them and like I told you uh, the, the the left side the progressive left side controls the media and of course they when it doesn't fit their narrative that this is these are the facts they won't go much into it oh they just mentioned that yes we've had over 200 shootings this year that's it don't question it just believe that go outside vote for any or ask and protest and vote for any gun restrictions don't matter be a sheep just believe what we say
0: and if you don't you don't care about the kids you want them to all die (laughs) (laughs) it's it's wild it's it's crazy um i don't know like you said yeah the The left controls the media, and yeah, they have all these. They have people like, oh, MSNBC, the host, what's her name? I forget her name. Uh, one chick. She's horrible, but she just goes on every week. She cries about something, so people could be like, oh, snap, she's crying. This is serious. She's tugging at my heart. And it's just crying is like
1: crying in politics is like that's that's like the lowest of the low. Yeah, that's the (laughs) lowest.
0: Like, get out of here, control yourself. You, you clearly went to school for acting because you do not give two shits.
1: If you're going to cry, 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 cry in private, cry, cry about it. But if you're a politician, for example, and you start crying, it's like you're just trying to get an appeal from the emotional crowd. You don't really care. And it always because works. If- because if you cared, if you cared, you would show steadfastness, a steadfastness. You, should, mm-hmm. you would show conviction. You would resort to crying, like what Barack Obama did back when there was another shooting, and he was like, oh, every time I see those kids like crying, that's not how people cry. When you cry, dude, when you cry, you don't look appealing, you don't look handsome, like on a lot of occasions, you look mm-hmm. ugly.
0: Yeah, ugly crying, definitely true
1: yeah it's it's just pathetic it's 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 pathetic it's something that people should not do when in regards to political discussions dude yeah don't cry don't resort to emotional don't don't resort to emotional to emotional uh appeals like crying or begging and don't resort to name calling or trying to guilt someone because they believe a certain thing like just because someone thinks that oh maybe we shouldn't have too many restrictions don't start calling that a nazi or a white supremacist that they don't care don't claim that they don't care because if they if they wouldn't care they wouldn't be part of the conversation
0: yeah and it, it my main thing is just if the whole entire world decided to wake up tomorrow and be open-minded so many more things would get done because you me and you can have a conversation argue about 10 things and completely yeah. disagree on 10 things but if we talked about it we got more information we heard the other side and yeah. opened our minds that's just it's so much more productive than just throwing mud at each other yeah there's one who was it? it it was a it's a famous super famous um christian professor named ravi zacharias he said when you throw mud at others you lose a lot of ground
2: yeah and that's
0: true because there, there's no point throwing shit at each other. You're not getting anywhere. Yeah. And that's that's basically what the government is. And government sucks. Me and you both agree. Government <laughs> sucks. It's necessary, but it's... everything the government does is, is awful. Um, There's a reason why we rank like 22nd in uh, education and math and science. Uh, everything that's controlled by the government sucks. Prison system. The roads are trash. Papa John's takes care of the roads better. Did you see that like a year ago? Papa yeah, John's yeah. I saw it
1: from I saw it from Domino's and Papa John. Uh, I'll have to. I won't get offline, but I need to sort something out quickly because they wanted to move my car. Uh, could you just wait like five minutes?
0: Yeah, no problem.
1: All right. Talk about whatever. I'll I'll be back later, okay? All right. Yeah, sorry about that. We'll, you you can you can edit that out, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I've okay, been using yeah. Audacity, and uh, so yesterday I did like. So what I decided I'm going to do a mini podcast every week, which is just me talking about whatever the heck I want to talk about. Yeah. For some reason, I take a lot of breaths, so I had to edit out like sixty breath takes yesterday.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, at the very least, I'm sure your program is it's good. Yeah, it's a. I'm I'm staying as free or cheap as possible because I just, I want to do this for fun and if yeah. it doesn't go anywhere, it was free, so, except yeah. my $20 mic, whatever.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, I mean, it's a good investment. You can use it, like, you can multi-use it.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, right,
2: but...
0: We were talking about the media. Yeah. Legacy media sucks. Uh, besides that, media is amazing. I think it's a great tool, but I I hate, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a legacy media thing or just people's attention span, period, but stories really come and go, like uh, sp- like the Epstein thing. This yeah. story died so fast, but it's such oh a big deal God. to me. It's such it, a big deal.
1: Did you see the news that uh, the judge and New York, a federal judge, dismissed the case now that he's dead?
0: That's crazy, but that is how technically... Technically you can't charge a dead man, right? Are you talking about his case where he was like
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Got but it's yeah like, it's...
1: I mean, I understand I understand that. It's just like it's all too convenient. He was killed in prison while and his suicide watch was taken away a few days a few days before he was dead. Before he was killed. Because you cannot tell me that he died from suicide. I will not believe that, never yeah, in my
0: life. Either. I don't either. Um, it's yeah, up until just recently I thought that he was still on suicide watch, but I guess he got taken off. But yeah. there's just there's just too many inconsistencies like guards were falsifying records, there were guards falling asleep, quote unquote. And then I I guess there was someone down the hall had heard a shriek a little bit before he was supposed yeah. to hang himself. I'm like, you don't shriek when you're hanging yourself. You can't make noise. It's just it's the dude's a piece of garbage. But I, it sucks that he was killed because he cannot be held accountable for what yeah. he did. He's like part of that. Sorry, like, go no, ahead.
1: No, like people, people will claim that, oh, why are you angry that a pedophile died? It's not that I'm angry that the pedophile in itself died. I'm it's that? angry that there's no information left for him to give because he's dead.
0: Yeah, there is only one when a possible fifty more could have gotten uh taken down, but yeah, that the whole situation is sticky, but it doesn't come to surprise it's not doesn't come it's not surprising to me because those weirdo politician politician people that are in like they have billions and billions and they have so much power and they come from those scary, crazy, yeah. powerful families. I'm not surprised they're into that stuff. They're all into that weird they were into some weird rituals. They love little kids. Joe Biden's part of that group. And uh, the Clintons, too. <laughs> I think that they had 100% everything to do with him dying. And you because... know,
1: it's, so, it's so weird. Uh, did you see that they found a portrait of Bill Clinton wearing a red dress and, and, and heels at the Epstein um, oh, Island? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny.
1: It's funny, but it's also creepy because it doesn't it doesn't paint well for the Clintons.
0: No, they've they've been they've been shady for a while. I, I read this; uh, it was like a whole entire compilation. It was of like forty seven forty seven different people that have gotten caught in like sex trafficking or prostitution rings that were tied mm-hmm. with the Clintons that have mysteriously died. And Epstein's like the forty eighth or something, but. Did you see that crazy – how they were, like, dropping the – releasing the flight listing for the people who flew to Epstein's Island? Yeah. And Bill Clinton's been there three times. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. wonder what he was doing there. He wasn't drinking margaritas, that's for sure.
1: No, that's for sure. You
0: yeah. know, like,
1: even, even Trump has some links with Einstein. Einstein like, – some people confuse it with Einstein, but it's like Einstein. It's very difficult. But, um, yeah, Trump had some ties with them. And I'm not gonna hold hold back my suspicions. Like maybe Trump was was also part of that, but I think that he was only in that list of flights like one time, and that he he returned rather quickly.
0: Did he? Re- was he really? I didn't know I, that he went. I
1: think it's just I, I I've seen. I have to look that, that up he ha- i I've only seen that he had like some connections in terms of uh, visiting him, but that yeah. it wasn't. It was it was mostly it was likely mostly business. So not social in any way so who knows maybe he was involved maybe he wasn't we 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 don't know because he's dead
0: yeah you're right and you know what i looked it up he he um has not been to epstein's island but clinton definitely has Mm -hmm. but i was yeah they they had ties because like a lot of people they post that one picture they had together but this is like 10 15 or maybe 20 years ago and it was because trump is a businessman and epstein was a banker so they had business ties but i know trump threw him out of his hotel once because he was being creepy with with women so Mm. i doubt he had anything to do with the sex trafficking just because trump's too smart for that he knows he knows better but he is a weirdo that's one of the things i wanted to talk about trump one of the the thing one of the things that I really just like can't shake from my mind is just the way he talks about his his daughter' it's really <laughs> weird and i i just there's no explanation for it i mean it's a personal thing for him it's just weird to me uh I don't yeah know.
1: definitely definitely there's some uh, you know I, whatever i'll put i'll put uh i can overlook. I can overlook sort of oh, yeah. overlook when it comes the, to the incest,
0: president.
1: yeah, the incest thing, uh, over uh, over the pedophile thing, because at the very least, you could claim that at times, depending on the age, and I mean, what Ivanka Trump is like twenty four or whatever, uh, so you could claim that incest can be consensual and it's not inherently wrong. Uh, but what I I I don't really care for it, but like sure you can you can say you can you can say that there's a there's a little bit, some redeemable thing to incest you know but with pedophilia there's there's just not no there isn't any there
2: isn't any
0: with with that I'm just going to label it white people and then move on
2: Yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> <old> Alabama. Alabama.
0: <laughs> <laughs> base boosted but yeah i i've there's there's just too many inconsistencies with Epstein. Mm. Um, I his Even his lawyer, who doesn't really matter anymore, his lawyer is gonna his funding's cut off because Epstein's dead. But I always wondered, because Ep, Epstein does not have family. He doesn't have like a wife or kids. Where is his like billions going? Um, What I was That's thinking was, I think those billions are not like, it's not real. It's just like, it's that power pool. People say he's worth this much, but I don't know. There's a lot of those politicians. Yeah, but,
1: was... Like he he, he, he had a fortune. Yeah. And that fortune is now like it belongs to a dead person. So what exactly does that happen? Does them, what exactly <laughs> happens to the money? For my understanding, I think that there's like billions of dollars in money that's currently frozen uh, of, hmm. of accounts of rich people who are dead and who ha- who didn't have any family. That's 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 a rumor that I've heard that there there are countless of sums of money of rich people who are now dead and all that money just like sitting there frozen for no one no one to use and it just seems like a waste
0: yeah and with with something like that i know it's never going to happen but i know a lot of victims have come out i think that some of that money should go towards the victims and their families or maybe even like if you put it in the right hands you could start a coalition or something something with like sex sex education mm-hmm. or something with just the whole entire like I don't know just a foundation that helps with uh victims of sex trafficking and child prostitution and stuff like that that' never happen. though money's gonna sit there or probably go back to one of Epstein's other million pedophile friends in the in Congress, and it's just gonna keep going and the clins are gonna keep getting away with uh, yeah,
1: you know. Yeah. It's it's the same thing that happened to this guy. The uh, you remember that that guy who, who leaked the whole DNC, the Democratic National Convention thing, what they did uh, yeah, to Julian rape... Assange. No, not not him. He's currently being he cur- he's currently being tried, and he was
0: arrested. Yeah, that sucks.
1: But um, the the one that I'm talking to you about, I don't remember what he was called, but he was basically a guy who leaked to to Assange all the things, all the shady shit that was happening on the DNC. And then, within a few days or weeks, uh, she Seth he was Rich. found dead. Seth Rich, yeah.
0: Oh, man, he I, was forgot, found I remember dead.
1: That. Yeah, he was found dead with a gunshot to the head.
0: In and it it the was back all, of the head.
1: Yeah, and it was deemed as suicide. And I'm like, how the fuck did you... <laughs> who the fuck... If you're going to kill yourself, why would you shoot yourself in the back?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's... Yeah, it's been wild. But with that, I don't know enough information to not sound like a conspiracy theorist. But yeah, definitely. It was it's another Clinton. It's another Clinton thing. Clinton Foundation. And you know, what's funny to me is Bernie Sanders is currently third in popularity for the Democrats. But at one point, he was the front runner for the Democrats. Then the Democrats rigged their own election on their side and they lost still. (laughs) That's like the funniest to me. (laughs)
1: You know, um I don't think that Bernie is gonna is gonna get the he's I don't think that is gonna get the domination this this no. um uh, be
0: Joe Biden. That guy's a fucking weirdo. It's,
1: it's either gonna be Joe Biden, it's gonna be either or Elizabeth Warren or maybe and this is a huge maybe, um maybe Kamala Harris. But Kamala Harris was was just like her polls have been falling out a lot. Uh, so maybe no, who knows, maybe Tulsi Gabby. I mean Tulsi Gabby she's a she's she's I don't exactly agree with her in a lot of things, especially gun control. But I mean she's kinda She's <laughs> she, tame she's, she, she's she's okay and she's she's kinda hot.
0: <laughs> you know who, um yeah, you know if Elizabeth Warren wins the nomination, that's an easy landslide win for Trump, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. I whole, just think... especially with the whole
0: Indian thing. Yeah, but um, my favorite, my I won't say favorite, but the only Democrat that I really like and kind of rooting for, but he's not going anywhere, is Andrew Yang, just because he's not part of the swamp. That's like my main thing. He he's a hardworking lawyer, and he started that that foundation to help with education in the inner cities, and it's like actually helped. It's increased like what was it? It was like it's it dropped down prison rates and for like for kids from what do you call it for minors and then it increased job growth by like like I don't know it was something like from zero to 15 percent depending on the cities for like all the major ghetto cities Mm -hmm. and he's just an entrepreneur and that that was like he's someone that I definitely would like to see gain more backing but he's not going to um it, it's there's really also a gonna, lot I don't just, I don't agree with him on. Yeah. But. It's
1: it's really gonna be it's it's all set in course game. It's it's gonna be either they cannot allow Bernie to win. Uh and even then Bernie has kinda like he's kinda lost uh, his his the flair that he had back in twenty sixteen. But still I don't, <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't like Bernie Sanders. He's the worst.
1: Yeah, me neither. But you My know, at is, the very least at the very least he had sort of like the I will say that at the very least, uh, he was standing up to Clinton back in the day. Yeah, uh, that, was, and that I, was cool. Yeah, and I could respect that back then when he finally backed down, especially with the whole evidence of what the DNC did, and he still supported Hillary. I couldn't, I couldn't have any respect for him anymore.
0: Yeah, with Bernie Sanders and just his whole ideology, that's – it's just like, did you pay attention in history class? But <laughs> – because here's my thing: Whenever the, I meet somebody that's whether they're like oh socialism, socialism, communism, or democratic socialism, it's the same. Um, yeah. To me, democratic socialism is just just sounds pretty because you get to vote for a government taking a shit in your mouth. It's just like it's here's here's what I always say to someone who claims to be a socialist. I'm like, I'm gonna ask you two questions, okay? Is money power? And they say yeah. yes. Obviously, everyone's gonna say yes. Money is power. Then I'm gonna say, is the government corrupt? And they'll say yes. Then like, then why would you want to be a socialist? Because it's just giving. Basically, what it is is you're putting, and and it sucks because, um, if you're not a socialist nowadays, you don't care about the kids and the sick people. But I'm like, no. The thing is, you're putting control, more control into the government. The government is not going to take care of us they haven't and they never will
1: yeah yeah it's like it's very naive to believe that oh sure let's just control let's just give more control to this government that's already failed and multiple things and so already corrupt as it is let's just put more power into it hopefully that'll solve the problem
0: why would you vote yeah voting for more voting for more money into all these departments that are part of the government it's just giving them more money
1: literally California in itself is is like the best representation mm-hmm. of what the
0: roads are shit, what is, schools are yeah, shit.
1: roads are shit, schools are shit. The economy is in the dump. You can't fucking buy a house. You can't buy property because it's all super expensive. Um, there's a lot of taxation and regulations on every single thing. Uh, recently, the I, I I will say to you I voted no on this on the gas tax that's currently implemented in California. I I have the right to complain about it because I voted no in the first place. So, and I voted to repeal it as well. It didn't go through, but at the very least I can say that I I voted against it and that everyone else is wrong. But now everyone's complaining. Everyone's complaining about the gas tax currently, how high the price the. Gas prices are in California because everywhere else in the states, most in, most of everywhere else, it's two dollars. It's two dollars a gallon. When mm-hmm. in California, it's almost four. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like they say, "Oh, uh, uh, gasoline is so expensive." And why is this happening? I asked them, "Did you vote?" And they're like, "Yes." Did you vote to repeal the gas tax? No. Then you're at fault because now that <laughs> money, all that money. For the gas tax, which was supposed to go for road works to fix the goddamn infrastructure. Now it's all going to public transportation of all things. So apparently fraud fraud is okay as long as the government does it and it's sanctioned by gabbing news on
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, I guess.
1: That's why I don't trust the government. The government can just do whatever it pleases, and there's no account accountability for it. But hey, give give shit to anyone who tries to make a quick buck by I don't know selling unregistered on, on shit or whatever.
0: I'm actually, you know, I'm not in California, but here in Germany, gas is about as expensive as California, maybe even more because. Mm. So I have this, I have this card. It's called an ESO card. Every time yes. I go get gas, I have to go to an SO gas station, and when I fill up gas, I go inside, show them the card, and they give me the like the reduced price. Mm-hmm. But I, I drive a Prius, and I picked a Prius. Yeah, it's a soccer mom car. Make fun of it if you want, but it's so reliable because I, it's a 10-gallon car, but I get mm-hmm. 50 miles to the gallon on the highway. It's insane how good that thing is and how fuel-efficient it is. It still costs me 45 bucks to get gas, so if you do oh. the math, it's about 450 per gallon with the discount, so...
1: Oh, shit. It's you wild. know, I won't, I won't criticize you for using a Prius. I use a... Try and guess what car I use.
0: Um. Some... Is it, is it a Toyota?
1: Yes, it's a Toyota.
0: Good. Um. I don't know. I don't... I'm not really good with cars, but all I know is okay. you're smart because Toyotas are the most valuable cars out there.
1: Pretty much. Uh, what I drive is a Ban, a CNLE Ban a minivan and Hmm. I always get told oh why are you what are you driving uh a mom's car and I'm like first of all first of all because I have no I really don't have any other option it's the it's the only good car that my family had because my mom has a Camry and my dad has a Sentra and so the the van was for the family goings and everything and it was just there so I got it and I don't complain because it's functional it works fine and it's actually it actually gets for a band it actually gets good mileage. It gets like sixty or maybe yeah sixty. Man, eh, eh, let's 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 put it like twelve twelve gallons maybe. And it's pre, it has pretty good mileage. That's good. Yeah, it it is.
0: Yeah, I was looking at a study done, and of all the major car like um makes, Toyota has the highest value for their cars. Not surprising, they last. I was driving a Honda Civic. Um, it's not Toyota, but it's it's another anything that's not American. It's built to last. Yeah, but that's
2: sad. I was driving,
0: yeah, I was driving a '95 Civic um, senior year, and only recently did it give me problems, and that's when I sold it. But yeah, um, it's it's crazy to me, you know. BMWs, Audis, those are made here in Germany, so everyone drives them. But I'm like, you're driving a V6 or a V8. And like daily, you're just, you might as well throw your life into that gas tank because <laughs> those are gas guzzlers. They're fast. They sound cool, but you're just putting your credit card inside your gas tank.
1: I mean, I won't even, I won't, I won't judge them for that. If they want to get, if they want to fucking waste money on gas.
0: Oh, yeah, if I for the money. Just for the
1: quick, just for the quick satisfaction of going fast, hey, who am I, who am I to judge them, you know?
0: Speaking of cars. I'm going to get a Tesla one day. Teslas are the future, or, you know, maybe not Tesla. They are they might go out of business in the next decade, but electric cars are the future, dude. Teslas are so yeah, sick. Yeah, I it's agree. Like one of the first few cars that I've... Not only are they beautiful to look at, they're so slick. They're so yeah. nice when they pass they have by that, me on white. Like,
1: they, yeah. they have that aesthetic.
0: Yeah, it's they're super nice, and they're just super reliable like you you get maintenance done over the air like a like an update it's like you're updating you're getting a patch for black ops 4 but it's on your car it's so cool and those things get like 0 to 60 in like 4 seconds or whatever but they're also super super fuel efficient so it's like a fast fuel efficient car sounds insane but i don't know i really like elon musk i really i don't b- agree with him politically, but just he's one of the most genius people of our time. It's Yeah, just,
1: generally generally, he's he's a visionary. He's kind of like – he is our Steve Jobs currently. Pretty,
0: pretty much. much. It's just Tesla is going to be – they're having – they have a huge lawsuit problem because, because all of their cars are so, like, inefficiently made. They're not made factory. They're made, like – they're pretty much made by hand and a little bit of machine, but they're not mass-produced. And their cars were in such high demand that they couldn't, and will never be able to meet the amount of cars that are being ordered. So they're like having to pay back everybody plus some. And Elon Musk is—I heard I'm not—I haven't confirmed it with my research, but I heard Elon Musk is selling his shares because he's like, man, fuck this, I'm gonna jump off the boat. He can stick with SpaceX though. That's gonna be big money maker, for him.
1: Oh yeah, SpaceX is the future as well. I honestly. Who knows? Maybe by maybe by twenty years, we'll be um, colonizing Mars. I like to see Mm -hmm. that. I like to see. I like to see um, us colonizing Mars and just having it kind of make it. It's. I see it as like a a second chance, maybe second chance to to create something better.
0: I think twenty years might be too soon.
1: Uh, Oh, what can hope? But maybe okay. Maybe make it make it forty. Maybe okay.
0: Yeah, definitely within our lifetime, that would be cool. I'm staying here though. I love the I love the Colorado mountains too much. I can't. Uh, I
1: mean, yeah, same. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna. Say, I'm only saying it for my kids, you know. For yeah, I like for them to eventually. If 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 there's there's a colony in Mars within my lifetime, and I have kids, I'll encourage. I'll actively encourage them to just go and get something, anything in March. Just get property, get whatever. Because believe me, later down the line, everyone's <laughs> gonna want to have property, real estate in March.
0: Yes, yeah. And then they'll make banks for this. Yeah, and yeah, you know what? The... No, go ahead.
1: You know, it's like, I wonder what's how it's gonna look. Uh, who's gonna rule it? Who's gonna have jurisdiction over it? Probably, I don't, I doubt, maybe Americans. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe the US or maybe the UN, which will be kind of shitty, but hey.
0: Yeah, it's better than, uh, I think it, the UN would be better than having one country.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Um, that would be messy, but yeah, we'll have to see. That would be cool. Uh, would it be?
1: Yeah, it, it, it would be a own
0: country. Yeah. Oh, oh. Do they get to vote? Dude.
1: when that happens because I know I know. I'm fairly convinced that eventually we're going to we're going to colonize Mars and we're going to colonize the moon. That's my best that's what I look forward to in the future. I hope that it happens. But once we have it like all set up and Mars is an actual like um planet with living humans in it, they kind of cease It'll. They'll try. To, they kind of cease to be Earthlings in a way. They, they're still humans. Don't get me wrong, but they're no longer citizens on. Or I don't think it'll come to a point where they won't consider themselves citizens of Earth. They'll consider themselves Martians. You know, mm-hmm. and that'll create a huge divide in where, in which they'll ask themselves, Why are we still? So, why do we still have jurisdiction from Earth? Why aren't we? our separate? uh planet with our own governments and
0: stuff. Yeah, that's and, true. And, that.
1: Yeah, and that'll create a huge maybe a war. Who knows?
0: Well I'll I'll tell you right now who will win that war. <laughs> uh, don't
1: be don't be so sure. I mean I don't maybe maybe the Martians will prove themselves more capable than any of
0: them. I was gonna say yeah it's possible. They could uh I mean, they're going to be – they're just going to be humans but on Mars, so they'll they will have all the technology we have. But Yeah. But that's – but yeah, you, you were talking about your kids. That's the beautiful thing about our generation is that we're probably going to be the first generation to actually think about the future generations, unlike like the worst generation, baby boomers. Um, <laughs> sorry, Grandma and Grandpa, if you're listening. You guys are the worst generation. You ruined everything for everybody, but yeah, like we're – because, like, what I see a lot from baby boomers and even some people from our generation, they'd just be like, I don't care about the earth because I'll be dead and gone before it explodes or whatever. I'm like, that is why houses cost 500% more than they did in the 80s. That's yeah. why college cost 500% more than it did in the 80s because of that, like, reckless ideology, just not caring about your kids. Like, they used to... Claims and strive to want to build a better life for their kids, but then once we start living that, the boomers are like, "What the heck? Back in my day, we used to drink from the hoses. We had lead paint in our walls, and we ate shoes." Like, sorry, grandpa, this isn't the twenties.
1: Yeah, it's like that. The future, the future is now, old man.
0: Uh, yeah, unplugs dying grandpa to charge my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But like, yeah, that's just shit on baby boomers. But
2: yeah, they are one of the,
1: yeah, out, like on the wait a second. Wow. But yeah, like baby boomers. Uh, sorry about that, because it's just my my mom appeared out of nowhere. Uh, but uh, basically, baby boomers are just like very. They don't, yeah. Most of them, not like you said, not to shit on everyone, but a lot of them just don't think about the future. They don't think about us, and it's very, it's very disconcerting.
0: Yeah, they're they're scared of the future and they hate change. Americans hate change. Period. No matter what generation it is. But it's funny because our I saw this meme the other day. It was like, what was it? It said something like, if we switched over to. Manual transmissions and was it was like manual transmissions and something else. It was like then we could cripple an entire generation. And I'm like, first of all, why do you want to cripple an entire generation? That's that doesn't sound nice. And second of all, if we just switched over to self checkouts, then we'll cripple your generation because you guys don't know how to use fucking self serve. I mean, yeah, pretty pretty much.
1: I mean, baby boomers sometimes. It's just a—it's just such disconnect between generations. Um, I mean, it's not to say that we can't interact. It's just like one—they don't understand where we come from. They don't understand the future. They don't understand that there is a future. They think that just because they're gonna die, it doesn't matter like what they do. And what, especially politicians who are baby boomers, and so they don't think mm-hmm. about the new generation. They just care about self-sufficient, self, about self-serving themselves.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: And this is this is why I kind of disagree with a lot of the Republican Party establishment because a lot yeah. of them are baby boomers. A lot of them don't understand the new generations.
0: Yeah, they're like they're like two men want to kiss each other. Let's throw stuff at them. Nope, it's not like that anymore, Richard.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I'm a Christian, and I still you don't. See. I I don't I don't care. I honestly don't care if gay people want to marry, if they want to adopt kids. You know what? I say this. If they want, if gay people want to be as miserable as straight couples, go ahead. Be my guest. Be, be in, (laughs) have relationship problems, have fucking divorce hearings about who's gonna get the kid and who's gonna get the most money. Do be my guest.
2: You know? I I don't care.
0: But, yeah, I've never, it's never bothered me since I was a kid before I even knew it was like a debate. It never bothered me. Um, yeah. It's just when it, when sexuality becomes political, like the LGBT community, I, will, I do not support them and I never will because they haven't – they don't stand for, for gays and lesbians they, and transgenders. They never have.
2: They stand for just, themselves.
0: Yeah, it's always just been – it's always been monetary gain. It's always monetary gain.
2: Pretty they've,
0: much. They've never cared, and I don't support that entity.
1: That's not to say, that's not, of course, and I've said the same thing. I say, I don't support the LGBT group, group as a whole. Like, I don't, the organization itself. I support, I support the idea of of gay people having the same rights. They should. Everyone should have the same rights. Like I said, black, white, I don't care. You You have the same responsibilities, the same rights, the same liberties as me. For any, for everyone. But if you start like clumping yourself into this group, the LGBT, and start shaming everyone, and start saying how we're the victims of everything, how we should get rid of straight people, and how we should have, um, we should, we should teach kids that oh, if you if you feel yourself like a woman now, you should become transgender. I've always disagreed with that. That's not to say that I
2: don't.
1: Yeah, that's not to say that I don't like the LGBT community. I just don't like. A lot of the ideas that they they represent and the cult like mentality that they have.
0: Yeah, they're they're very they have a yeah very big cult mob like mentality, and um, that that goes hand in hand with Antifa too. I'm glad the FBI. Oh. I'm glad the FBI um, classified them as a terrorist organization because they are. Did well,
1: they, they just did, did that happen officially? Yeah. Oh, that's
0: good. When you go through a city trashing the city. They will not like and it's funny cuz it's the city they live in. They trash the Starbucks that they go to every Tuesday. Uh but like you're just like you're not getting anything done. And then and then you have those those big wars where people just fight. People get hurt over what? Mm. So you are like you're like, "Oh, we hate fascism, but we're going to silence you." Yeah. That yeah, UC Berkeley all the time. Anytime yeah. someone tries to go there, that's even slightly to the right of the, of center they're just like oh we're gonna throw rocks at them
1: yeah dude Berkeley Berkeley and um, Portland and all these places that are super liberal are just battle battlefields between Antifa and uh, the the progressive crowd against uh, the right the right wing crowd and this is not to say that the right wing crowd doesn't ha- doesn't share to blame because I mean they are the ones who are arriving there to I mean you cannot tell me that they' they don't know what's going to happen.
0: Well, yeah, the they—they're they, looking for fights. They, yeah,
1: but at the same time, but at the same time, Antifa and the and the lev and the leftist groups—they are the one who are providing them with that.
0: Yeah, it's 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 messy. I wish people would just sit down and talk, listen to what the other person has to say. We just, we should all should be like at the debate team, but yeah, that would make Antifa, sense. We wouldn't do that. Antifa,
1: I'll say this. I'll say this. The right side groups are more often than not willing to talk, even if you don't convince them. They'll at the very least hear you out. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, the left, the, the left, a lot of people who from the left just refuse to talk with journalists, even if they're independent or not. They refuse to defend their points. They just call you fascist, and that's a done and done. You cannot ask them why are you doing this without them telling you, "Oh, you just don't understand because you're a fascist." And just fascist fascist the word fascist gets thrown around very lightly and it has just lost its meaning. I say this as someone who studies political science. I feel like it's very it's sad to see how the meaning of fascism and Nazism has lost its meaning completely. Like you can Yeah. You can you can be right wing or you can just be slightly uh right of center, but suddenly you're a Nazi.
0: Oh yeah, I've been I've been labeled all those words um just because I'm libertarian, but it's funny because I'm like I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I might agree with one side or the other more, but I'm I'm not either. I'm just I just believe in individual freedom and yeah. limited government. And I think most people at heart do actually agree with those two sentiments, but only for certain things they'll be like, yeah. Um defund the government, but then they're like um like like trump he'll he'll defund a bunch of uh, like I don't know really useless like not the Department of Education, but he actually increased their budget, which I think is gonna be counterintuitive, um, but we can go to that later. just taking money from one government entity and putting it into another one is not decreasing government power, yeah, that's what he much. did is
2: kind of like
1: it's just basically. Kind of altering the stacks all all over the place.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll take 10 million from you, give you 10 million, but you're yeah. all wearing ties, so.
1: Yeah, and it's basically, it's basically, like you said, everyone. I'm sure that everyone believes in individual liberty in a way, but they just have a very twisted sense of it. Uh, people on the left and on the and on the right, while libertarians, eh. As much as I criticize the libertarian crowd, I can at the very least say that they have a consistent idea. We have a, a consistent ideology of individual liberty and less government. That is the mm-hmm. basis.
2: Pretty However,
1: much. where where we disagree in is in the little details like, oh, what about abortion? What about uh, immigration? What about cannabis consumption? Uh, meanwhile, the left and the right side, it's all, it's all about the The Republicans or Democrats, it's all about, oh yeah, sure, individual liberty, as long as it benefits me,
0: yep exactly, and the, the, a lot of people, both sides um are willing to throw out free speech, but that only counts when it's something they agree with, and then all of a sudden, they're like, no, we need to silence him because whatever, whatever, and I think I don't think I don't think hate speech is a thing, and if yeah. it is, I think it should be allowed, so you can see. So you can see the good and the bad of something yeah. that you disagree with. If you, if you have hate speech, you see how crazy the Ku Klux Klan is, how crazy Ooh. the Black Panthers are. If you have that speech there, and then also, it's so dangerous. Uh, colleges are doing it all the time now, especially universities in in like the West, the Midwest, and stuff. When they when they silence, when you silence free speech, you're setting a precedent to just continue to keep silencing. Until you have one side completely shut out. Super Pretty dangerous.
1: Much. Pretty much. It's, it's, it's a dangerous person. It's just like what... Yeah. Uh, it's just in Germany. Um, I know that you cannot say certain things. And um, it kind of makes me sad about that. But um, it's, it's what's happening. Uh, but it's just sad to think that we're not learning from the fact that... It just started... In, it started with, oh, sure. Not, no... No hate words, like, oh, no, no M word and no uh, F word. And now it's, and now in places like the UK, where you can be fucking sent to jail over a joke with this guy, the Count Dankula guy who, who was sent to prison because of teaching his pug how to do the, how to do the, um, the mustache guy salute. And, and, and also one girl who got, uh, Find and imprisoned because she put the N word on an Instagram post while she was citing the lyrics of a song.
0: Hmm, dang.
1: And it's just a bad precedent. Why, why would people want that for the US? It can be applied to both sides. The left, I'll say that the left side supports it more than the right. At the very least, the right kind of recognizes the danger of it. Mm-hmm. But the left side usually wants like hate speech laws what What is hate speech? What is hate speech? I mean it's it's if I say I hate Justin Bieber, is that hate speech
0: it's no because he's white yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if I say, okay, if I say I hate Drake, is that hate speech because he's black?
0: who knows what Drake is yeah. he's a trash artist that's how I can say hey, 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 hey,
1: hey. i I wouldn't i I like some of his music dude <laughs>
0: <laughs> his old music.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, but yeah, Old music.
0: We were talking about boomers. I wanted to talk about um okay. A, a boomer that died recently, David Koch. That was a mm. I think we should all rejoice with that cuz that guy was a scumbag.
1: Okay, I'm not really I I'll, I'll be honest. I I wasn't really I didn't really care much for it, so I think that reflects a little bit of my of my uh I believe, but I really didn't I, – I didn't really know the guy. So could you just explain a little bit of who he was and what he was doing actually?
0: Oh, yeah. I was just being edgy. I don't like to um, – I don't really like to – he wasn't a – he wasn't like – he wasn't Epstein. So I'm not going to sit here and say I'm, I'm cheering on that he died. But he basically was – he comes from this family. I think it was his dad or granddad, grandfather started this company, Coach Industries, Mm -hmm. it's just a chemical company they uh really bad for the environment and he he just kept he just carried on that company they create chemicals and i gotta give you like a good a good brief rundown i had it i have it here in my notes somewhere okay but anyways like while i'm looking for it yeah it's a it's an asphalt company they work, oh. with, they work with petroleum, asphalt stuff that's super bad stuff that we eventually are gonna ditch. But yeah, the company the company is a big, very influent, influential company. He was an influential guy. In fact, he had a forty eight billion dollars net worth when he died, which it's another oh, thing. Damn. Except he has family, so that money is mm, gonna okay. stay there. But yeah, he was the eleventh richest person. He is the eleventh richest person in the world, and. Yeah, I was doing some research on that company. That industry is... Oh, man, for the past, like... Not so much in the past 10 years, but before that, especially in the 80s and 90s, they were getting in so much trouble. They were, like, dumping oil in the ocean and stuff. They Uh, had over $400 million in fines because of damage they're doing to the environment, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, it's just... It's another powerful...
1: Okay, I I... I'm not gonna like you said, he's not an Epstein, so I I won't say I won't like sing Hallelujah for his death. Um But the real but you know, I, I I did see that a lot of left leaning people were kinda happy that he died.
0: Yeah, which is pretty he's conservative. He he didn't like Obama.
1: Oh yeah. Well of course when he's conservative, sure. How good that he died, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. But hey,
1: don't make it so that someone like I don't know who's a left leaning. Cory Booker. Don't, Curry Booker or Oprah dies. Oh, how sad! And you're a like, piece of shit if you rejoice about it. But hey, if I'm fine. If 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 David Cogg dies, hey, hallelujah. <laughs> it's that <laughs> yeah, hypocrisy. See, it's 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 hypocrisy from the right and from the left, and that's why I'm kind of disappointed with the right as much as the left.
0: Yeah, me too. And. Because Go ahead. No, you can go ahead. Growing up, I was – when I didn't really – when I wasn't able to think for myself and I wasn't educated on politics, I was a Republican because my family raised me to be a Republican. My dad's in the Navy, so mm-hmm. we had to be a Republican or whatever, and then I started to learn. And now when I talk to my dad more, he's not actually so hardcore Republican. He actually – he likes Trump because of how much support he gives to my family, just mm-hmm. – as far as taxes go, and then the military support, and that's ultimately all I care about. When I when I have my own family, one day, all I'm going to do is, if I vote, if my vote matters at that point, because it doesn't now, I'm just going to vote off of what helps my family. I could care yeah. less what the dude down the street thinks so I'm doing what's best for me and my family, and I'm going to vote reflective upon that. I mean, yeah, that's, it's like,
1: it's, it's what I've always said, uh, and I mean, my mom, my mom just got her citizenship, I think, last, last year and a half, maybe. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, and she, she's obviously, she doesn't like Trump, uh, mostly because she's Mexican, and, uh, here in Mexico, like, you, you simply, you simply, you simply cannot, you simply cannot, uh, like Trump, uh, um. in in mexico uh but i always told her it doesn't matter mom it doesn't matter if you vote democrat or republican i don't really care i love you just vote with your conscience you know just Mm -hmm. as much as i as much as i just like i mean i won't say i dislike him but as much as i don't really look up to ted cruz he had a point back in 2016 saying uh vote with your conscience you know Mm mm-hmm so yeah, that's that's something I always tell anyone. Vote with your conscience.
0: Yeah, it's definitely true and it's a, it's a good thing it's a good thing that you're respective of your mom's opinion and I think all families should be like that, but for some freaking reason if you have a different opinion, especially when it comes to politics, I guess that's a reason enough for someone to block you or unfriend you on Facebook which To some people, it's not a big deal, but for me, it is because I've moved around so much and I have family everywhere. I have a Facebook mainly to stay in touch with family, and so I can kind of update them on what's going on, post pictures so they can see what I'm doing, what I'm up to. But, like, that's just – it's just the epitome of being closed-minded.
1: Oh, you can't can't believe how many people have blocked me and – um friended me over on Facebook over my political opinions. I mean not everyone. I have this one friend, uh she's uh she was actually from East Lake. Uh uh She doesn't like Trump very much and she doesn't like guns and she doesn't like uh, a lot of stuff that I believe in. However, we've discussed it and she actually asked me one time, Oh, do you like Trump? I told her sp- I told her I like I don't exactly like him. I just I did vote for him, and I do like some of his policy, some of his policies. So that's about it. And we discussed it, but in the end, we just we we are still friends. And then mm-hmm. there's people, and they're just people like this other girl who was a super feminist who just kind of unfriended me out of nowhere. And I asked her, "Hey, what is, why why did you unfriend me?" And, and she was like, "Oh, because of of what you put what you put in your wall." And I'm like, "Oh, so you don't like." the Mexican American uh Republican who supports who who agrees with President Trump and she's like, Yeah, and I'm like, okay, fine, have a nice day. And we just left it at we just left it at that. And then there was this other person who was constantly posting uh, for example, posting anti gun things, saying how, oh uh, if you don't support gun legislation, you're a monster and you're just as bad as mass shooters. And I actually commented multiple times that well, as a libertarian, I I see where where he's coming from. I could see where he was coming from, and I would assure him that uh, gun owners want as one ju- they just want a solution as quick as any other person who's anti-gun. It's just that their disagreements come from uh, where the where the solutions come from and what they do. So you have to be less close-minded and you have to understand where both sides come from. And then he kind of got angry with me, telling me how. I only post negative stuff. Whenever he com whenever he posts stuff, um, and he's like, "Oh, why do you add me in the first place? That's so creepy." I'm like, "I'm like, dude, you you were the one who added me as a friend in the first place. I only responded, I only responded pos- I only confirmed just to be polite, and after that, he he blocked me. Wow. Yeah, it's
2: pretty crazy.
0: I I w- I just wish more people were willing to converse. Have a conversation because having a conversation, that's a start, and it, it usually leads to just more productive stuff. I'm always – you can you can bring a super – you can bring a communist, Satan-worshipping person who's had 50 abortions, and I'll still have a civil conversation with them as long as they don't attack me or yeah. attack my family. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to – I might not – I'm definitely not going to agree with them because I'm a Christian. I'm a libertarian. And I'm personally pro-life, but I'm going to sit here and we're going to talk. And hopefully we'll learn a few things. And that's what I hope to do for the podcast. Like, right now, obviously, while it's starting, I'm going to have friends. But I'm going to try to get in contact with, like, authors of books, political yeah. activists, actors, writers, whatever I can do just to learn. Because that's that's yeah, why I'm dude. doing the podcast. That's,
1: that's perfect. It's, I commend you for, for, for doing that. And... Uh... I would recommend that you actually get uh people who maybe in the next iterations or whatever we can have more than more than uh, someone else here someone who doesn't exactly agree with us just to kind of make the make the opposite points of view kind of known you know
0: that would be awesome do you know do you have any friends like that that would be Uh, down to do
1: I have a few I'll I'll tell them about it
0: cool okay yeah that would be awesome.
1: It would really expand, it would really expand your audience uh, if you do that. It's just like, yeah, it's always good to have, uh, to have everyone who's, if you're going to talk about a topic, kind of have someone who's knowledgeable on the topic and who's not necessarily all in agreement with you, just so that you actually show points of view, altering points of view.
0: Yeah, of course, that's. That's what I'm down to do. Really what I'm trying to trying to model this off of is Joe Rogan's podcast because he's just – he's just super open-minded, and he listens to everybody. He lets everybody talk, gets into debate sometimes. He just has a good time, and it just mm. flows naturally, and that's just – that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to copy him, but definitely want to no. read it.
1: No, definitely you can have your own thing, and it's it's fine. I mean, I mean Joe Rogan didn't invent the concept of podcast, so it's fine. It's just as long as you're not like trying to like dress like him and copy everything from him. That's that's fine. It, it, the concept of co- of podcasting is not exclusive to Joe Rogan. Yeah, but you can you can definitely say that you took some inspiration from his, his approach. mhm and it, you know, Bill Rogan. I, I bench. I'm subscribed to him, and sometimes I binge watch from time to time. There's a lot of things that I don't agree with him for, but I will say that I, I admire his, uh, his overall very understanding outlook on things. That he's capable of listening to everyone, and that's something that few people are able to in this day and age.
0: Yeah, I, I uh, live about 30 minutes away from my job so I listen to his podcast pretty much every day I go to work just because I always learn something new and what I used to do is only listen to like the MMA ones and like because and like the like the the Ben Shapiro ones and stuff like that because those are the big ones and I love the UFC and I love MMA but now I'm like if it's a singer or songwriter I listen to all of them because I learn something every time and that's what's that's what i like about podcasts it's just sharing information
1: that's pretty cool and i I, sometimes i listen to podcast i sometimes it's exhausting you know um politics and everything especially when you're studying on a daily basis you kind of get tired of it Mm -hmm. um so i mean unless you're unless you are studying as well political science uh whatever i mean everyone can be tired of politics but Someone who studies them on the daily and whose studies revolve around that, it gets, it gets very tiresome
2: because,
1: okay. because you, you sometimes lose hope for what, for what's to come. You kinda, because political science, as much as uh, actually today, one of my uh, political science teachers said that political science, a lot of people who study the field don't agree with it being called like that. Because political science in itself doesn't really follow a certain formula, an established formula. It mm-hmm. definitely follows the the uh, scientific method, in a way. Analyzing, theorizing, and so on. But it doesn't deal with variables. It doesn't deal with uh, calculations. It deals with a lot of human nature. If anything, I would put it more into the field of... Um, if social behavior social and behavioral sciences maybe
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but I can see why it's also considered science because it, it deals with a lot of uh, uh, a lot of history it deals with a lot of uh, background information with a lot of terms, key terms which are very exclusive to the field. so I can understand but yeah it's it lacks a formula and it lacks a lot of those uh, uh, factors that would make a science a science.
0: Yeah, I've I've always wanted to get into political science. It's just I wasn't down because I have a love hate relationship with politics, so uh, I wasn't down to, to go to school for it. But it's definitely it's definitely something that I look into and in research on the daily because as much as someone can say they love or hate politics, it's pretty much how the world works. So
2: yeah,
0: it's good to have can, a basic understanding.
1: Yeah, you you cannot uh, unless you're completely apolitical. Everyone has a, everyone has an opinion in politics, even if you claim you don't. Mm-hmm. All 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 opinions on politics are inherently political. Yeah. Even even apolitical ones are, I would claim, because when you take a stance against politics, you're taking that's kind of political. like a, that's political. You're taking an <laughs> anti-establishment approach, which is pretty. It's that's. I mean, you can. It's not as political as being actively involved. For example, with me being part of the Republican Party, but it's definitely it definitely has a political standpoint. Do you you you, re, you you reject the typical views on, on policy in order as just being neutral, completely neutral?
0: hmm Yeah, that's it's how the world revolves. You, Dick. I think it's I think everybody should not be required, but everybody should definitely really should. They need to have a basic understanding.
1: Definitely. They all, um, everyone should be the really some, somewhat knowledgeable. And this isn't to say that I, that I think that just to vote or be involved with politics, you have to be knowledgeable in it. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that because that, that, that stems a lot from like litmus tests and that, that, that's not good. But, mm-hmm. uh, In terms of if you're going to be involved, if you're going to actively be involved in politics, if you're going to vote, if you're going to basically have a say in everything that's going on in our world, you have to know at the very least who you're voting for and why.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, something that I was told when I was first learning about politics back when I was like 13, my uncle and my grandpa both actually told me. No matter what you believe in, just know what you stand for and stick with it. Don't let anyone change your mind. Don't don't let them force you to change your mind. You can get your mind changed all you want. You can flip flop all day, but yeah. really truly do it for you.
1: Yeah. Like don't don't let don't let yourself be intimidated into changing. That's why that's why I in a way, like I told you, that I see that a lot of these right-wing groups um, kind of uh, being provocateurs in a way, trying to provoke Antifa. And yeah. I, I don't agree with that for them. But I will commend people like Joey Gibson, for example. I don't know if you know who he is, but he's um, the leader of this group called Patriot Prayer, who uh, constantly get runnings with Antifa. I will commend people like him, who refuse to back down against uh, intimidation against uh, people like Antifa who will, who, if, if, if they had the ability, would most likely kill him. Yeah. I, I, I can admire that.
0: Yeah, me too. I've never heard of him, um, but th- that's, yeah, that's very admirable, admirable, because what Antifa wants you to do is to be quiet and be silenced, and he yeah. sounds like he's refusing to be silenced, which is a good thing.
1: Yeah, they 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 want to dictate uh, what you can say. They're basically they're basically like the, the brown shirts of, of the of the uh, mustache guy party. Um it, I I'm calling him like that because I don't want you to get in trouble over there. Yeah, no,
0: I should it's be just, good. As long as so, I'm not uh, like pushing their ideologies, but yeah, I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it's it's just it's just for you, dude. But uh, basically, they they act like that. They basically become the very thing they swore to be against.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: just pathetic. It's just very sad. You know, the origins of Antifa as a whole, as a group, it's also pretty. It's pretty shady because they stemmed from being the direct opposite of what the mustache guys' party was back in Germany. But mm-hmm. they, you would say that, oh yeah, sure. So they were against these people. So that's fine but it wasn't as simple as that because Antifa was also very violent. They they didn't just want to stop um the the brown shirts and the mustache guy. They wanted to have complete control of the government. They they essentially wanted to do the same thing that they did, it's only that instead of uh fascist it's, it's it's uh it's communist. Yeah. So you cannot say that they're just like, like I I hate retarded people who claim that oh Antifa, it's just like it's just like the U.S. soldiers of World War II. Like shut the fuck oh up! Oh my don't,
0: god, who don't, said that? Don't
1: try. people. People like, <laughs> I, essentially, a lot of I've seen so many left-wing people, sometimes baby boomers who are left-wing, claiming that oh they're just anti-fascist, they're they're just soldiers of World War II fighting against against these people. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Don't try to compare a US soldier fighting in Omaha Beach against machine gun fire and artillery. Don't compare that with people dressed in all black throwing milkshakes at people just because they claim they're they're Nazis.
0: Oh my gosh. That's a that's that's a funny comparison.
1: <laughs> it is, it is. And it's just it's sad. It's pathetic and sad. Like we're not living in a, in a civil they, – they claim that it's okay to fight against fascists uh, directly because th- you're just stopping them from hurting marginalized groups. Now, I'll probably get a lot of hate for saying this, but how exactly is a guy standing in the middle of the street with a Nazi flag, how exactly is that harming a community, a minority community? I mean, sure, I would agree that vandalizing or uh, directly going in gangs and beating up people because they're black, that's harming communities. That, that's actually harmful. And I would agree against stopping that directly and physically. Even maybe maybe maybe, maybe, maybe with have gone if, if it's necessary. But when it comes to just uh, acts of protest and acts of defiance, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's not the same thing. That's that's not what that's not something I can support because it's basically they're not doing any harm. Words do not harm you, actions yeah. They don't do actions, do words do not. That's what people need to understand, and that's what Antifa and so many of the left wing d- uh lack that understanding of,
0: yeah. And and as much as you disagree, as much as me and you disagree with that ideology, peaceful protesting is a form of free speech yeah. and free speech applies to people that we don't agree with. Yeah. And until they do something violent, it, it's not violating anything.
1: Yeah. You know, I wouldn't if if Antifa was over in uh, San Diego state tomorrow just doing their own like their own like stupid ass um uh, um uh, protest, I wouldn't let go scream out. Yeah, scream out. I wouldn't go pick up a milkshake and throw it at them. Or pick up a rock and throw it at them or with maze or anything. I wouldn't do that because I respect your rights to free speech. Just like I wouldn't do the same against someone with a Nazi flag standing in the middle of the campus. Because I recognize their free speech. I recognize their rights as much as they may not recognize mine.
0: hmm and it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of mental strength to do that, but we got to be the big kids. <laughs> We're yeah. adults now. It's sucks, yeah. but.
1: Yeah, we we have to start, stop being so divided because honestly, this may be a good conversation to have in another time, but I, I am one of the people who, who believe that at the current state that the U.S. is going, I feel like a civil war is, is, ined- is inevitable.
0: It's just one side's not gonna have guns, so.
1: No, even with that, dude. Because I honestly wouldn't uh, underestimate the other side too much, because that's what causes a uh, uh, defeat. But I would, cl- I would say that I would compare uh second U.S. war, U.S. C- US Civil War, with the Spanish Civil War, which was kind of the same kind of it had the same political polaris polarization that we have currently now.
0: We definitely need to have a conversation about that, but like what I'm just going to say briefly about that is like everybody who loves freedom should just be libertarian because our founding fathers were libertarians. They were just a bunch of libertarian fishermen, so ultimately I think everybody loves freedom, and the most freedom-giving party is the libertarian party, so – yeah.
1: I hope that eventually we can have a libertarian president. That would be sick.
0: Oh, man. That's – it'll happen. It'll definitely happen, especially with as crazy and geriatric the Republicans and Democrats have been lately, especially the Democrats. It's like it's really funny for like – who was it? There, There's a Democratic candidate. It was the governor of of Illinois, Jay Inslee. I'm like, dude, you got Chicago. You do not need to run for president. You're you have the worst city in America. What do yeah. you
1: do? Yeah, I, mean, I think I think I think uh, slowly but surely a lot of them are dropping out, mostly because they're, they're yeah. not relevant. Like yeah. the main, the main, the main chats are basically Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders. Those are the main guys. Yeah. But maybe I don't know. Maybe Tulsi Gabby will will prove me will. Will prove my I mean right and uh, show that maybe it's not all loss. Maybe they can be progressive, but at the same time, not be extremist.
0: Yeah, we'll have to see. But having a libertarian president would be awesome. But it's just, I don't know. We'll have to see how it plays out. Just the Democrats keep shooting themselves in the foot. They're too busy talking about still on the Russia probe and
2: yeah.
0: impeachment. But yeah, they're just they're just going to shoot themselves in the foot. They're not improving at all. And they're forgetting that they are not in power. The Republicans are in power right now. They to pick up their shit.
1: I mean, yeah. The Democrats have been falling apart for a while. Not to say that the Republicans having to, but I would say that there is a lot of more uh, political cohesion within the, Republics, the Republican side rather than the Democrat side. I mean, the Democratic side cannot even agree when it comes to things like progressivism and what's oh, yeah. Moderate or not, like uh, the best example, I, I, I would say it's uh, Alex, Alexandra ocasio Cortez. She's one of the most vocal progressives in the party, and she basically shames the leadership because they're not progressive enough. But to be mm-hmm. progressive enough would be to basically alienate over half of the country.
0: Yeah, she's she's a little cuckoo. But... Uh,
2: pretty cuckoo, a lot. <laughs>
0: But I think uh, I think I'm gonna end this podcast. Yeah. But we had that was it was a super good one. Like time flew by super fast. We definitely right. gotta have you on again sometime soon.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm down for it. Um, I mean, uh, on on the spectrum, honestly, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays are fine for me.
0: Okay, gotcha. We'll definitely figure out the next one soon.
1: All right, sure. It's been it's been a pleasure, Gabe. Uh, not not only to be in, in this, but just to generally hear from you it's uh, it's great.
0: Yeah, you too, Eric. I'm glad to have you on. I'm glad we had super super good, fun, smooth conversation. Definitely got to do it again soon.
1: Yeah, um, for sure.
0: All right, dude. I'll talk to you later. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed right, you. this episode Bye. of Zendependently Independently Minded. Don't forget to stay tuned because there's more like this and more amazing things to come. Don't forget, the world is in our hands. Let's do something with it. See you
2: guys on the next episode.